listening to Hosanna Evangelical Fellowship Podcast. Each week, we deliver some amazing sermons and tips that will help in your daily walk as a Christian. This week's message is entitled, Glorious Hope. Once again, it mentions, my brothers and sisters, you in Christ, sharing His glory. You in Christ. Meaning to say, as we come to know the Lord Jesus Christ, there's something good that is happening to us. And the Bible speaks about we were created in the image of God. And of course, the power and the glory of God will be experienced by each and every one of us. This is the most important calling in eternity when Christ called us to be saved. When Christ opened our hearts to understand about the gospel, it was sent to represent him with the message of good news. That's why we said the gospel is about the good news. The good news is something that we have to hope for. And we can understand not because of our own ability, but it is because of his power. Power who is working in us. And now we can read the word of God, we can understand the word of God, and we can start to pray. The Bible says we can come boldly to the throne of grace in heaven, that we can always obtain mercy and find help in time of need. My brothers and sisters, this glory of the Lord reflects in our lives the character and the nature of God. It will in continuously increase, increasingly transform to his image. And it is the reason why we can say we have our hope, the hope of glory. And the reason is because Christ in us. It's Christ in us. And now I, I should say you in Christ. Palapaan natin ang Panginoon. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's a wonderful thing, my brothers and sisters, to understand that there's always hope with God. There's always hope with God. And every day, we may, we may have some negative circumstances, we may have problems, we may have troubles, but the Lord who is in us continuously work in our lives, continuously reveal himself to us, and we just pass through those trials, those problems we can say. But the God who promised, he said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will always be with you until the end of times. Amen? Palapaan natin ang Panginoon. Hallelujah. In the first uh, verse that we have read today, our topic is glorious hope. It says here, this secret was hidden throughout the ages and generations, but has now been revealed to his saints. What a wonderful message uh, from this text. You see, there is a secret. There's a secret that's, that was hidden throughout the ages and maybe several generations from the Old Testament. But the good news is, it has now been revealed. To whom? To his saints. To his saints. I remember uh, in our studies that <coughs> the Bible was created and it is authored by God. Revelation starts from the wisdom of God. So man started to hear the word of God. So it is a revelation. When God spoke about his word, man started to hear it. So it was revealed. And then it was inspired. 
Inspired means man started to write what God revealed. And then, and then the last thing that happens, the, our heart started to understand. And that is illumination. So when the Bible was founded by the Lord, he doesn't just want it to be displayed. But you see, the, in the history of generation from generation, we can say there are so many best-selling books in the secular world. But there, there, there can never be any book that is maintained and preserved and continuously kept and being read day by day in the total humanity. And that's the only Bible, the Word of God. And that God preserved this. Preserve the word of God. Preserve this because there is something that we have to understand about the secret of the Lord. And it was mentioned here, my brothers and sisters, the secret was hidden through the ages and generation, but has now been revealed to his saints. And we thank the Lord because you are here. You are a Christian. You are called saint by the Bible because you have Christ in you. The hope of glory. Now, if we look at the Bible written by Paul in the book of Ephesians chapter 3, in verse 5, it mentions here, in past times, human beings were not told this secret. But God has revealed it now by the Spirit to his holy apostles and prophets. And that's what I, I told you. It was revealed by the Lord. And the prophets started to write. They were inspired because the Holy Spirit teach them. The Holy Spirit allowed them to write those things. And the secret is that by means of the gospel, which we can say now the simple Bible, that's the good news, the Bible. The gospel, it says, the Gentiles have a part with the Jews in God's blessings. Oh, what a wonderful word. It says the Gentiles have now a part together with the Jews in God's blessings. You know, we know every one of us that they always say uh, the, the Israelites are, are very privileged people. They are called the chosen one. They were chosen as a nation. But when you look at the Bible now, the hidden secret, it was revealed. Because of the gospel, the Gentiles have a part with the Jews in God's blessing. Can you say amen to that? Praise the Lord. Palapaan natin ang Panginoon. That's why he says they are members of the same body and share in the promise that God made through Jesus Christ. So we can say we are Gentiles. Look at your neighbor. They are not looking like Jews. No? But they were Gentiles. Gentiles, no? Gentiles is outside of the Jews. And these people, this nation, because of Jesus Christ, it says, the promise was given to everyone, including the Gentiles. But there's only one thing that we have to do. We have to be accepted in Christ Jesus. And that is the hope of glory that, that, that is glorious so for us. And that we have to understand this mystery. And that's why I remember the word in Galatia chapter 3. I remember it's in two verses in the last Two verses there, 28 to 29. There's no more Jew, there's no more Greek, there's no more male, there's no more female. There's no more slave, there's no more free. But because we are in Christ, we are bonded together. And we are 
heirs with Abraham. Amen? With the blessings of Abraham. Together with all the promises. Hallelujah. That's why we can say this secret was revealed to Christians. And it is a mystery. I thank God that you are here today. I thank the Lord that this revelation will give you hope that I am part of the chosen people because of Jesus Christ. That we can say they are not just privileged people. We are also privileged peop people. Because of what? Because of Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen? Palapaan natin ang Panginoon. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, in verse 27, I should say it says here, to whom God wanted to make known the glorious riches of this secret among the Gentiles, which is the Messiah in you, our glorious hope. We can see here, my brothers and sisters, we're not just talking of a simple hope. We're not just talking of anything good, materially, maybe financially, or any blessing that we can expect. But the Bible speaks about this secret is made, being made known because it is glorious riches available to the Gentiles. And that secret will come from the Lord, the Messiah or the, that Christ in us. That is the secret. And that is our glorious hope. I remember that <clears throat> in many parts in the Bible, especially in John chapter 16, it says, in this world you will have tribulations. You will have sufferings. You will have troubles. But Jesus said, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. I have overcome it. And therefore, if Christ, who is in us, lives in us, and we experience Jesus in us, therefore, even though in this world we have tribulations, we have sufferings, we have troubles, and then Jesus said, be of good cheer. For I have overcome the world. Are you not happy with that? Amen. Can you say amen to that? Amen. Hallelujah. Help, help. Oh, you're awake. Hallelujah. You're awake. Our church name is Hep, Hep, Hosanna Evangelical Fellowship. And of course, we are proclaiming that God, we sh this is a shout of joy. Hosanna. And the highest glory, highest in the heavens, no? We declare Jesus that he is the highest in the heavens. That's why we shout, Hosanna in the highest. And we believe that Jesus is coming again. Amen? Amen. Jesus is coming again. We don't know when. But we are alive. And we are awake. Look at your neighbor. Are, are they awake? Hallelujah. Are they awake? Jesus might come and then maybe somebody might be sleeping. And he must... He might be left behind. Hello. So looking, looking on, the, on this mystery of the Lord, the glorious hope which is only for those in Jesus Christ. Only for those in Jesus Christ. If I, if I read this, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 12. It says, At that time you were without the Messiah, excluded from citizenship in Israel, and strangers to the covenants of promise, you had no hope and were in the world without God. 
This is the realities that we are in during our life before without Christ. It is very important to understand today that those people who are without Christ, like us before, it was mentioned that we have no hope even though we are in the world. Look at the last line. You had no hope and were in the world without God. Therefore, those people that we can say that they have no relationship with God, they have not accepted Jesus Christ in their lives. There's no Jesus in them. And what's the difference with this person to me and to you? They have no hope, my brothers and sisters. They may be living in this world, but they have no hope. One time I'm reading an article that there was this uh, statistics that one nation, they had around two suicidal every week. Two suicidal every week. I was surprised these people might might be, maybe they have this troubled life, maybe, but why, why will you decide to quit your life? Why? There's only one reason, my brothers and sisters. They cannot think of anything else that could have given them hope. Nothing in this world. And that's why the Bible says, if you have no Christ, you have no hope in this world. That's why it's a great privilege for us Christians that God opened our eyes, opened the eyes of our understanding, that God made known the gospel to us, that we were illuminated, our heart understand it, the good news. What is the good news? That Jesus Christ died for you, that Jesus Christ died for me. And because of his death, we were given a new life. We were resurrected. We were given a new life. In verse 13, it says, But now, in union with the Messiah Jesus, you were once were far away, have been brought near by the blood of the Messiah. The blood of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary gave us the redemption, we call it. Redemption, the remissions of our sins. The Lord buy back our soul. He paid it with his own blood. To offer it for you and for me. And to all sinners. But there's only one thing that we have to do. We have to accept Jesus Christ in our lives personally. If you are here for the first time and you have not accepted Jesus in your life today. This is the word of God. The good news for you. That Christ died for you. That Christ is the only hope of glory. If you accepted Jesus Christ in your life. That is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen? Palapaan natin ang Panginoon. Hallelujah. And I remember in the book of Ephesians chapter 1, Blessed be the God. He said, Blessed be the God who has blessed us all with spiritual blessings that we need in this world. Can you imagine if you became a Christian, you have accepted Jesus Christ, you have now relationship with the Lord. What does it mean to you? God has blessed you with every spiritual blessings in heavenly places. 
in heavenly places. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. And if God has blessed you and me with every spiritual blessing, there is always hope in us. There is always hope with us. Amen? Because God is with us. Jesus Christ lives in us. Amen? Hallelujah. Can you tell your neighbor to the left, Jesus is our hope. Don't be sad. Amen. Palapaan natin ang Panginoon. <clears throat> Many times, of course, trials will come. Difficulties will come. Troubles will always be there. That's why James said, whenever you have these sufferings, whenever you have these trials, various trials, whenever. When you say the word whenever, meaning to say, it will surely come. But you don't know when. But these trials and problems, James said, count it all joy. You see? Count it all joy. Whenever you have these various kinds of trials. So that's why even though you are a Christian, you know, trials may come. Problems will arise. But you know, the only thing that you have hope that Christ is in you. The hope of glory. Amen? Palapaan natin ang Panginoon. Hallelujah. That is our secret. That is the secret of those people who are in Christ. The secret that was revealed to us. That before we do not understand. That maybe your friend before who invited you to become a Christian. You don't understand her life is life. Although he has problems, he has these infirmities maybe, afflictions, but he may be always, you feel, and you see him, he is happy, he is smiling. Look at your neighbor. Are they smiling? Hello? Because the secret is what? Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen? Are you still enjoying your life in spite of the problems? Because Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen. Palapaan natin ang Panginoon. Hallelujah. Uh, our sister Mayet had made a testimony, of course, last night. Our brother Don and uh, another sister from another ministry, the, the dance ministry, they came back from the prayer meeting last night. And they're going back home. There were some Christians, our brothers and sisters. They passed through Karama and then coming out through Zegzaya, they were hit by a truck. Not small truck, you know. <laughs> you know truck, right? <laughs> a long truck. They were hit on the side and they started to squeeze, I was told, about 180 degrees turn. But you know, during that night, about 12 past, and the truck is not so short, it's not so small, and your car twisted with that angle, but God kept you safe during that time. Only God can protect us. Only God can give us hope. This is how, if I look at it, my brothers and sisters, our enemy, the enemy of God, would like to inflict us 
sometimes, especially when you come to prayer, Satan is afraid that there's something good that will happen to you. Because when you pray to the Lord, God opens the door of blessing that he wanted it to, to hinder the blessing. And J Satan wanted to stop you from doing the same thing. And he wanted to inflict you something that you will be hurt. But you know, as a Christian, like what we're saying, our hope is in Christ. Our hope is in Christ who lives in us. And we believe wherever we are, Jesus is in Christ with us. Amen? He is in us, and he lives in us, and he protects us with his hands. And I do believe that every single second, the Lord keeps his promise to us. That he will cover us with his wings and he will always be with us and he will always be our shield and he will over, over cover us every day. Amen? Palapakan natin ang Panginoon. Hallelujah. That's why today, my brothers and sisters, I want you to understand that this hope of glory is really a secret but when God revealed, revealed this to us today, we have to be really joyful. We have to understand our, our privilege of being a Christian. There's something new that is happening to you. And that is God wanted you to experience the power and the glory of God. The power and the glory of God. And that's the revelation of the Lord to the Gentiles. To those Christians who have accepted Jesus Christ. I do believe that all, all of us have negative circumstances. All of us. Nobody is exempted. I can smile. You can smile. Maybe look at your neighbor. They can smile. But we all believe they have their own problems. Can you tell your neighbor to the left, I know you have problems. <coughs> See? We have all problems, you know. We, we all have problems. But the reality, my brothers and sisters, it is only God who is bigger than our problems. Amen? It is only God who is bigger than our problems. If this God is bigger, therefore we can always run to him. Lord, my, my problem is so small, Lord. Even my faith, Lord, is so small. But you are a big, big God. And there's nothing too difficult for you to do. And there's always an answer waiting for you. That's why the Lord said, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened to you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <coughs> That's why every Christian should always have that hope. The hope of glory. Every Christian should always remember God is in me. Christ is in me. My hope and my glory. Amen. Palapaan natin ang Panginoon. Hallelujah. <laughs> Napagandang isipin, of course, that <clears throat> this God never stopped working in us. He never stopped, my brothers and sisters. He never stops to to lead us, to guide us, to direct our steps. And I believe that the purpose of the Lord by calling you and calling me 
is not just to save us from the judgment in hell. But the purpose of the Lord is to allow us to live an abundant life with the peace that comes from God. Because if you look at his promise in John 10.10, 10, I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. That life is not just life, eternal life. Yes, we all have eternal life. It's a promise. It can never be taken. But his promise. But you see, when you are in Christ, you have eternal life, but God wanted you to live and experience the power and the glory of God while you live here on earth. That's why he says, I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Meaning to say, God wanted you to experience that hope, the hope of glory, every day of your life. Amen. Palapaan natin ang Panginoon. Hallelujah. In verse 28, it says, It is He whom we proclaim, as we admonish and wisely teach everyone, so that we may present everyone mature in the Messiah. The third point, it says, Our glorious hope is also to overcome sinful desires. Paul said, <coughs> When we proclaim Jesus and we admonish, and teach everyone about Jesus Christ. We don't stop there. Hallelujah. But we would like to present everyone to mature in the Messiah. You see, the Lord said, you have a mission in Matthew 28. Go and preach the gospel of the kingdom. So, God wanted us to let everyone know about Jesus. God wanted us. Let everyone know about Jesus Christ. When he said, go and share and preach the gospel of the kingdom into all the world. So God said, let everyone know about Jesus. What's the next thing to do? Those who have known about Jesus, about the gospel, you have to teach them. Why? They have to mature. That's what Paul is telling us. When everyone knows about and heard about Jesus, we should not stop there. We should not stop. Sometimes when our friend, we invited them to attend the church. Now they are here and you're always happy. Sometimes you, you had this testimony. I thank the Lord for so many years I invited my friend. And after three years and a half, he is here today. I thank the Lord after one long year. I invited my good friend, and I thank God he is here today. But you know, when this person hear about the good news, we should not stop there. Paul said, we have to admonish, wisely teach everyone, those who have heard, that we can present them to mature in Christ. Let them grow in the Lord. When your friend came for the first time, for the second time, start to teach them how to mature, how to grow in the Lord. Let them experience the power of God, the hope of glory. Let them experience and let them know, you know, God is alive. God does not want you only to hear about him, but God wanted you to experience the power and the glory of God. Because the power of God and the glory of God will give you the true abundant life here on earth. Amen? 
Palapaan natin ang Panginoon. Hallelujah. It is our duty as a Christian to do it. You know, the promise of the Lord in 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, He said, He that doeth sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. To this end was the Son of God manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. You know, a brother, I remember a brother told me about this verse. He said, you know, I shared the gospel to a close friend. But you know, I, I, I sometimes felt that uh, I don't want to see him doing something bad. And I asked him, why? Because you know like this, First so John chapter 3, verse 8 says, He that doeth sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. He said, I don't want to see my friend like the devil. Because he's committing sin. Sometimes I thought, you devil. No, don't tell him, you devil. <laughs> because he commits sin. No. He, is, he may be influenced by the devil. But he has a will. He has a choice. Can you tell your neighbor to drive? You have a choice. Huh? <laughs> you have a choice. You see? He may or he may not do it. Right? That's why I told this, this brother in the Lord, no, no. Don't call him the devil. Or don't even try to approach him. You devil, you're doing sin. Because you are of the devil from the beginning. No. <laughs> you know what the Bible says? To this end was the Son of God manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. You know, our sinful desire, when we were yet in Christ, we have the same problem. We commit sin. But we are immune to it. We don't know that we are committing sin. You ask those people before, they will ask you, no, I don't lie. No, I'm not, I'm not boastful. I don't have pride. You see? <laughs> Everyone. No, I don't tell a lie. Only white, not colors. No, you know, everyone, you know, sins. But because you are immune to do it, there's no conviction. There's no Christ in us. Nobody tells you that you are committing sin. But you see, the Bible tells us now, to this end, it should end. You see, oh, to this end, was the Son of God manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Meaning saying, if you accepted Jesus Christ, it will come to end. Your sinful nature, your committing sins, your desire to do ungodly living, it was destined to end. Because of what? Because of Jesus Christ. When you accepted Jesus Christ, when we accepted him, his job, the Lord will destroy the works of the devil. Amen? Palapaan natin ang Panginoon. So, it's a great victory. That's why he said, if anyone in Christ, you see, 2 Corinthians 5.17, if anyone be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away and all things become new. It says because the reason is because you are in Christ. It can only happen if you are in Christ. That's why I told this brother, brother, 
Are you sure he is already in Christ? And then he said, I'm not so sure. But he heard the gospel. Hearing is different. Hearing is different. 100 people, I can speak about the gospel. They all hear the gospel. 100 people. But do I know that every one of them, when I pray, everyone who wants to accept Jesus Christ can, can confess this prayer of acceptance? I don't know whether they accept. I don't know who among these 100 people have accepted Jesus. And I don't know who among them are in Christ. You see, there's a different thing. The Bible says, if you are in Christ, you can be a new creation. And all your things pass, it will just pass away. But you are created by God from glory to glory, day after day. And God will renew and transform your life every day. Because Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen? Palapaan natin ang Panginoon. Hallelujah. That's why even in the book of Romans chapter 6, verse 14, it says, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law anymore, but under the grace of God. That's why if we accepted Jesus Christ, we are under the grace of the Lord. And God will bring us that same same enablement that we can overcome the sinful desire. That we can tell the Lord, Lord, this is my weakness. This is my weakness, Lord. I surrender my weakness to you. Strengthen me, Lord, in my weaknesses. And the Lord said in his promise in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, in verses 9, 10, it says there, in all our weaknesses, the grace of the Lord is made perfect. It's made perfect. That's why when you tell the Lord, Lord, I'm weak in this point, God will tell you, I'm stronger when you are weak. I'm stronger when you are weak. But those who say, Lord, I can take this. I have my guts. I'm strong, Lord. I can do it alone. Well, the grace of God may not be there because you are full. You said you can do it. But when you come down, humble down yourself to the Lord and tell the Lord, Lord, I am weak. I need you, Lord. I need your help. I need your strength. And God will work in your life. Amen? Palapaan natin ang Panginoon. Hallelujah. And our glorious hope, my brothers and sisters, is only Jesus Christ in us that we are able to overcome our sinful desire. And we can start to live a holy life, a godly life, a victorious life. Palapaan natin muli ang Panginoon. Hallelujah. You know, in verse 29, <coughs> it says here, I work hard. Paul said to the church in Colossians, I work hard and struggle to do this using the energy that he powerfully provides in me. Like Paul, he is so determined to let those people in the Colossian church continue to grow in the Lord, to mature. And that's why he said in the next verse, I work hard and struggle to do this. And I, and I thank the Lord for, the, for some leaders and many of us here are working hard, doing the same, 
doing and helping the ministry, exerting their efforts, spending their own time, even their own monies, giving to the Lord because we have the same principle like Paul. We work hard and struggle because we want everyone to grow in the Lord, to mature in Christ. And what Paul discovered, he discovered something. When he's working hard and struggling to do the responsibility of a called leader and Christian, he said, using the energy that he powerfully provides in me. Meaning to say, it is God who gives us the strength. It is Jesus who gives us the strength and the confidence to do it. It is the Lord. That's what he discovered. That's why in the book of Psalms 27, it says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Even though we are a Christian, we may be growing Christian, but even though sometimes we fear also. We have troubles, and sometimes we feel that, where is God? Where is God? But the Lord is truly our stronghold. The stronghold of our lives. And I remember in 1 John chapter 4, verse 4, it says here, Little children, you belong to God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Amen? Can you say amen to that? Hallelujah. Therefore, our glorious hope to overcome fear is the Christ in us. He is greater than he who is in the world. Who is this who that is in the world? That is Satan, the enemy of God. The demons that would like to hinder the blessings of the Lord. That's why when we pray to the Lord, when we pray in the morning, we pray to the Lord, Lord, you are in me my hope and my glory. And you said in your promise, that you are greater who is in me than he that is in the world. That's why I believe, Lord, today you will continue to guide me and cover me throughout the day, and you will keep me experience the joy and the gladness of my heart, and you will always me always allow me to have the victory throughout the day because this is the day that you have made for me. And continue to thank the Lord and every good thing that He prepared for us every day of our lives. Amen. Palapaan natin ang Panginoon. Hallelujah. You know, in the next verse, I wrote this. It's all also about sharing the gospel. Being, having, being a Christian and having that Christ in us our glorious hope. This is also about loving our neighbor, loving those people who have not known the Lord Jesus Christ. Because it's promised in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4, including Titus 2.11, combined in this, it says, God our Savior, who is our Lord Jesus, desires all people to be saved. That is 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4. Our God desires all people to be saved. All of, all of them. All the people that you can see. All the human beings. God wanted. His desire is these people to be saved. 
And in Titus chapter 2, verse 11, it says, The grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people. And therefore, we can say, my brothers and sisters, that the grace of the Lord, when Jesus died, he did not, that, he did not die just for some people. He did not die for those he wanted. But the Bible speaks, the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people. So, the intention of God was to bring salvation to everyone. But it is decided from our side to accept the Lord, to open our eyes, open our heart to God. Lord, I accept you as my Lord and Savior because you have done your part. It is a gift, and I, I have to accept that gift, that gift of life, that gift of salvation. And we have to share this to everyone. Share this to, my, to our family members. Share this to our neighbors. Share this to our housemates. Share this to our, our friends, our colleagues. Because God loves them so. Amen? God loves them so. Mahal din ang Panginoon, ang mga tao. Mahal din ang Panginoon, yung kapitbahay natin kasama sa bahay. Uh, God loves His people. God does not want you and me only to go to heaven. But God wanted all people to be saved. Amen. Palapaan natin ang Panginoon. Hallelujah. That's why my brothers and sisters, in our conclusion, if the gospel is available to everyone, and if these people accepted the Lord, in the continuation of that verse, it mentioned about there is a blessed hope for everyone of us. We should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present age. Because of what? Looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. So it is not just about the glorious hope that we can experience today. But it is also a blessed hope that one day Jesus Christ will come back. One day we will get to know Jesus and we will love him forevermore. I know that every one of us have heard the gospel. Every one of us got Make sure you follow us at Hosanna Evangelical Fellowship on social media and tune in next week for our next episode. Stay blessed.